It's news to us live on Adobe Radio. And uh, you know what, Jason? A lot of people say they want to do things, they want to make a difference, but they never actually do anything. I'm one of them. Yeah. And, uh, well, we're going to talk to somebody who's better than you. Oh. And she's running for L.A. City Council. This well, is kind of cool. That is cool. That's super cool. Yeah. We're going to talk to uh, Cindy. Cindy 2020 is the name of her campaign. Chris is here, too, by the way. Hello. And that should be cool to talk to somebody running for office. It is an election year, but also there are the, the where they say you can make the most differences by paying attention to what's happening to your community. Allegedly. Is that what they say? I, I just made that up. People say all sorts of stuff. Uh, people do say a lot of things, but she'll tell us about her platform, why she's running all that stuff. Uh, plus a coronavirus outbreak. That is the big news. Coronavirus. The you can't turn on the news without somebody talking about coronavirus. How you doing? I'm doing all right. Hey, y'all uh, have that Corona beer over there? Uh, we do not. You guys are the most responsible liquor store out there with that coronavirus going around. Yes, sir. I did not want to patronize a place that's going to be carrying the coronavirus beer. Yes, sir. And you, so you don't have that? No, sir. You never sold it? No, sir. You do understand that that's how the coronavirus spreads is with that beer, right? Yes, sir. It's news to us with Eddie and Jason. 38% of Americans do believe that that is how the coronavirus is spread through the corona beer. I read that stat. Could that be right? <laughs> I heard no, that. that is. I heard the same stat. What the? F- that's also, incidentally, the... Uh, uh, how many people support Trump on a regular basis? <laughs> oh, that's his base. Yeah, man. What is wrong with people? Next, next you're going to hear Trump saying at his rallies, we're going to ban Corona beer. I know. Oh, well, man. man. Justify everything he says. Well, not we, but people. It's a, un- un- It's amazing. I don't know. I don't know. But And the way he's, he's handling this coronavirus is also just just baffling, too. As well. He put Mike, Ch- Mike Pence in charge of the coronavirus. You feel and, safe, don't you now? That, we'll tell you why that is a horrible idea. Oh, you Let's don't get, feel uh, safe. Dirty Deeds. The Dirty Deeds. An in-depth look at this week's most important stories. The coronavirus has taken away Green Day and Jimmy Eat World, and no! the, band, the band set it off. They've all canceled tours. Damn you, coronavirus. Damn you, corona beer. Uh, How I could hope, you? I hope uh, Pearl Jam doesn't cancel, because I have tickets next month in Phoenix. Uh, well, isn't there a case in Arizona? I've, I heard that there is a case of coronavirus. Uh, I there. don't know. There is, is what I read. The coronavirus is spreading across the world. In China, a lot of people have the coronavirus. That's uh, where it was hit the hardest. 80,000 80, cases. 80,000 cases. And six people have died in the U.S. Are you guys afraid? How are you feeling about the coronavirus? It is a, it's an outbreak. I feel like we talked about this a few weeks ago. and We you, did. You made fun of me for Scenes bringing it up. <laughs> I, yeah. I didn't make fun of you. I you just, did. You did. You, you were did. stupid two weeks ago. <laughs> now we're smart. <laughs> I just want, I, I just wanted to point it out, though. Like, I, I recognized and you guys were making fun of me for bringing this oh, up. You, you, you just rolled the dice on this one. No, okay. I did not. Absolutely did not. Oh, so now you're an infectious disease expert? No, but I know what uh, a big story is because okay. I'm a newsman. Okay, well, go ahead and gloat. Take it in. You're, yeah. the, you're the coronavirus expert, so how are you going to avoid getting the coronavirus? By not being old. 
Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Like really That's like the best thing you can do for yourself is just not be old. Yeah. On a sad note, they're saying that six people have died in the state of Washington in an old folks home. Yeah. One, like one, they all contracted it from the same retirement home. My understanding. Yeah. It's like spread like uh wildfire through that retirement. So you, the coronavirus, you could get it and not even really know. It could feel like just a, a slight cold. It could feel like the flu or it could murder you. You know, what's kind of crazy is uh, I got a couple uh personal uh, observations. I know a ton of people who've been sick over the last few days. Oh my God. With like the same illness too. Then is it like respiratory? Like, like they have, um, uh, look at the time. Crap I, in the, yeah. I gotta go. <laughs> yeah. Crap in their lungs. I'm not kidding. Like, I had multiple people call out of my work. Uh, Katie's been sick. What? Like, yeah. It's been- why are you here, dude? <laughs> yeah. What the you heck? Bastard. But maybe they had coronavirus. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. yeah. And you could they be don't. a surrogate because some people are just carriers of this damn thing. I might be because I haven't been sick. You I could feel be great. A typhoid Mary. Well, we don't. We, <laughs> yeah. Well, don't cough in here. Just, even yeah. if it's a joke. Dick. There's not good ventilation in here. Well, if, if we die, Chris, we know who to point fingers at. Yeah. And once we're dead. But isn't that, it's kind of, it's, is it, is it timing? You know, is it yeah. just coincidental or uh, probably. is there like a 5% chance they might have the coronavirus? I don't know, but the, your best. Yeah, there's some percentage. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah. We're all in good this hands, though. We're all in great hands because uh, Vice President Mike Pence is in charge of the coronavirus. Here we're ready to adapt and we're ready to do whatever we have to. As This is uh, President Trump talking. He, here he is appointing Mike Pence. Disease spreads if it spreads. But we're very, very ready for this, for anything, whether it's going to be a... Uh, we're not. A ...breakout of larger proportions or whether or not we're... Uh, you know, we're at that very low level and uh, we want to keep it that way. I'm going to be announcing uh, exactly right now exactly that right. I'm going to be putting our vice president, Mike Pence. Starting in now. Starting now. 20 and seconds Mike from now. We'll be working Period. with the professionals and doctors and everybody else that's working. The team is. So Mike Pence is in charge of this. And uh, the reason why a lot of people are thinking of this is uh, goddamn ridiculous is because Mike Pence, his idea of of dealing with epidemic and uh, these uh, these viral things that happen is to just pray them away. And that's that's in fact what he did with the HIV outbreak in uh, Scott County when he was the governor of Indiana. He decided to pray on it. Well, people were dying. Uh, he's, there's already a photo of him praying with his White House response team. They're just around. They're just praying it away. Pray harder. Pray harder, Mike Pence. Yeah, that worked real well during the plague, too. Just pray it away. Burn. You can pray away uh, HIV. You can pray away gay people. You can pray away just everything. I, like if, if this prayer thing works so much, how come how come the world is like, how come there's so, suffer, so much suffering in the world? Wouldn't they have fixed all of the problems by now? I don't know. I guess uh, we can't apply. I don't logic. know how to answer uh, that. because of the devil. Yo. Oh, oh, okay. So uh, you, you pray for one thing and the devil's trying to undermine you. Yeah. But aren't there enough people praying for different things that it should all just kind of even out, even out at some point. It's all a mystery. I thought, Oh, I thought you, you knew something. It's all a mystery. Okay. God works in mysterious ways. That's what it is. Doesn't the yeah. devil too then? 
Yeah. I don't know. So, so Eddie, I yeah. would, are you worried about coronavirus? Uh, not really. Cause I don't, I don't feel like, uh, well, it doesn't affect my age group. See, I'm not worried deadly way. I mean, it's what it could happen is it could like disrupt society. I'm worried yeah, about that. That's that's what I was going to say as I'm yeah. worried about the societal disruptions. I'm not so worried about it for my own health, but I'm worried about my parents and I'm worried about like society. Boomer. Stock, yeah. Stock market crashed last week. Well, yeah. Yep. Like yeah, down a thousand points a day, like five days straight or whatever it was. It rebounded a bit today, though. So. Big way. Bigly. Yeah. It rebounded bigly today. It gained 5%. Bigly. 5%? Okay. One day. All right. It, it, so the, the best way to just uh, stay healthy is to do what you're supposed to do is wash your hands. Don't touch your face. They say that those masks that people wear don't even do anything. Unless you're like in a hospital situation where you might be sneezed on. Like if you're a nurse, they say... Stop buying those up so there's supplies for the nurses. You need- yeah, if they don't do anything, then why are the nurses and doctors wearing them? They're saying they don't do anything, so that will stop buying them. And it's not like hospitals go to well, Walgreens to buy these things. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. Well, I so heard- what exactly are they saying? Uh, what do you mean? About like, what? Stop, I mean, why would they say stop buying this? About stop- the masks? Yeah. Oh, they said... Like they're only for medical professionals who have or are at risk the, of being can, coughed on and sneezed. Why on. can you buy them over the counter then? Because people will sell things that other people will buy. It's not so, a black market, though. Yeah, like what are we? That's. Ugh. I don't know. I don't even know what to say to that. Oh, uh, they they sell they Who's sell they? them. Uh, the Walgreens. Yeah. Well, drug stores. Drug stores in general, like they all sell them. Like, I I'm almost positive hospitals don't go out buying them from them. Yeah, but the uh, manufacturers sell or the distributors or yeah, because the supply is up. But like whatever supply is already on the shelves, like the stores aren't going to return to the distributor. Yeah. So what's your point here? What are you getting at? They say catch twenty two. Yeah, it just seems are weird you, that don't buy them, yet they're there. Are you for Two the buys. masks? No. Okay. Well, not for me. Are you worried though? Because you have a young daughter in school, and she's surrounded by a lot of disgusting people, disgusting little kids that are always getting sick. Oh, I thought you were doing like a racial angle. I'm like, Eddie, what? Eddie, Eddie. <laughs> no, uh, no, I'm not. Not on the air, Chris. <laughs> As Chris said, you know, you worry about your grandparents, your parents, <laughs> and things like that. Yeah, you know, are the you know boomers are getting up there in age now, and they're a huge. Uh, population so. but you were saying I thought you were th- gonna say burden on uh our uh financial and yeah, healthcare systems so and in fact know, a few months ago on the show skies he did say that he wanted the boomers out of the way before the election <laughs> i mean yeah I, I and mean, here i am <laughs> following up on that yeah i stand by what i say <laughs> i mean what i say this could be the act of god mike pence inadvertently is looking for yeah. we don't know <laughs> God has heard Pence's prayers and was disgusted and is doing something about it finally. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. The whole thing is uh don't be alarmed but be cautious. I guess is the I don't know. Don't, don't gargle with bleach. There is a report of people doing that cuz I thought that yeah. would help them. Of course, people are idiots. <laughs> I did want to point out one uh, thing quickly cuz we have to get to our guests. I know, oh, I know. Blade Runner. Well, quickly though. Uh Obama. Quickly. Obama. Uh, You're going to blame him for this? Back when he was president, he set up a program where uh, they set up anti 
anti-pandemic programs in 47 vulnerable countries as a way to protect us against something like the coronavirus. And when DJT came into office, he closed 37 of them after politicians on both sides were begging him not to. And his doctor had to sneak cauliflower into his mashed potatoes because he refuses to eat vegetables. (laughs) No. His doctor also said he can live to like 200 years old. <laughs> like, no joke. <laughs> Fuck you, Ronnie Jackson. He's Moses. We'll be right back. It's news to us. We're back here live on Adobe Radio. One triple eight ninety nine Adobe is the phone number. And uh, yeah, Jason, how are you doing over there? Are, are you feeling okay? I'm is feeling the coronavirus sick. sneaking up on you yet? I'm feeling sick. <coughs> Chris is here with us this week as well. And on the line we have Cindy Odison. This is cool to talk to someone who's running for city council for the district of District fourteen in Los Angeles, and just somebody running for city council in general. And she has a pretty interesting platform, so we wanted to get her on the show because. Uh, we do have some uh, some uh, roots in Los Angeles here at Adobe. Hi, Cindy. How are you? Having me. Of course. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the show. And, uh, you know, I, so many people, they, they talk about wanting to get involved and make a difference, but you're actually you're actually doing it. Like what what inspired you to put together this campaign? Well, I've actually already been serving my community and our community for many years now. I think what inspired me uh, to really start to take action is when I first became a parent. And that's really what uh, activated me uh, to make a difference. And I had joined my local neighborhood council back in 2015 after having my second child and moving to Eagle Rock uh, because I understood that what, what it takes to make a neighborhood great and a community great is the work um, of volunteers and of people who live in the community. And so while I was serving on the Eagle Rock Neighborhood Council, I met a friend named Miri. And together, her and I co-founded Miri's List uh, during the height of the refugee crisis in 2016, post-Trump uh, being elected to office. And that was really where I first saw... Uh, an uh, ability to take a really big problem uh, like, you know, refugee crisis and bring that locally all the way to a family that Miri had first met who was living in Azusa. Um, and that, and that began with one mom, meaning another mom who needed uh, some help and supplies. This family had traveled to uh, the border of uh, Syria uh, and Jordan to the border of Jordan with a three week old in their hands. And they had walked 11 days. And wow. once they resettled here in California, seeking asylum and refuge, they are no longer refugees, which is why we called them new arrival families and realized that there were so many gaps in the, re- in the resettlement process that here they are with um, a pair of twins having escaped uh, a war torn country and then making it all the way to Azusa and not having a crib for, for their baby, not having a crib mattress for their crib, not having soap or towels. And and so that was something where um, both my heart and Miri's heart were breaking as mothers and figuring out a way to activate ourselves locally. And so today I'm proud that we have activated over 100,000 Americans to welcome new arrival refugee families to oh, good America. For you. Yeah, it's just despicable what's going on with this administration. And thank you for standing up. 
and doing something in your community. I think if more people stood up locally, we can get things done. I think a lot of people look at it on the macro level and they might be overwhelmed by it like we all are. But for you to uh, recognize that you can make a difference in your community, I feel goes a uh, a really long way. How about you, Jason? Yeah, I, I, you know, it, it does feel overwhelming at times. Like, what would you recommend to, you know, everyday citizens on what they can do to just to do something? I think, I mean, service, really being of service is leadership. I think we've forgotten about that. We, we often think about our elected leaders as people in power in these positions, but service should start from the ground up, from grassroots, from your community. Have a conversation with somebody you normally wouldn't. Uh, and it starts right here. I think oftentimes locally is, really locally is where we can make the most impact uh, for change. And so start with a community cleanup. Um, and then be able to bring that to, if your community is clean and everything is fine there, then look at the next neighborhood over uh, and see how you can be of service there. Um, it really starts with engaging and having face-to-face conversations. Why do you think more people aren't doing this? What What's broken in our society? It seems like maybe there was a point in history where people were more involved and now we've become sort of insulated. How do we get people to break out of that? I think... There are many reasons for that. Number one, we can start to put in some boundaries, uh, staying off social media and yes, actually thank getting, you. getting, yes, staying off social media is a really, really good way, uh, to, uh, have some boundaries for mental wellness and mental health, um, and be able to meet people. Uh, when I knock on doors of neighbors who I normally wouldn't have a conversation with, and if that conversation were online, it would probably be a completely different outcome than actually having an in-person conversation. That is very so true. Because when you're face to face with somebody, people are a little bit more they're, they're less guarded. They're not going to be uh, firing on all cylinders and just shooting at the hip and just trying to say something clever. Clever. I think you could actually connect to somebody when they look at you in the eye and you know, they, they see that you're a genuine person and that's what you're doing tonight though, right? You're canvassing tonight. I understand. Yes. Um, just got back from canvassing and we'll be canvassing again shortly after this call, um, knocking on as many doors as possible, um, and having a conversation, uh, this really, the, the system and getting back to your kind of question earlier, the, the system is designed to prevent people from paying attention. I often have conversations with people who may not even know who their council member is. So my favorite thing to do is, is look it up um, by going to neighborhood.info. Um, and actually, you can find it on my website at cindy2020.com. You can click through, enter in your address, and pull up all your local elected officials, as well as all your other representatives. So you have a, an idea who represents you. It also it starts with holding those elected officials that we've put into power accountable and being able to call in to that structure and the people in power to make sure that we are bringing issues to light that need to be solved. Here's more of a uh, kind of like a nuts and bolts question for you that may seem a little bit ignorant, but is being a city council person a full-time job? Absolutely. It's a full-time job. In fact, the salary of an LA city council member is $208,000. Whoa. They make more. Yes. They make more money than a U.S. Senator. That's that's fascinating. Okay, and how long is uh, do you serve? Each term is four years. 
Okay, and there's no and term limits. You can serve. There's a term of up to three three terms, so a total okay. of twelve years to serve in that position. Well, I know that you're focusing on this campaign right now, but do you see yourself wanting to look beyond city council at some point? No, no I mean, no. At this okay. point, I never, I never intended to run for office. There's so much work to do in LA. I think that my focus right now is absolutely entirely serving the people of Council District 14 as their council member for as long as I can. And it's a hard job. It's 200 CD14. um, Each council district represents approximately 250,000 people, um, which is about the size of Newark, New Jersey. So it is a very big job, and there's not enough time in 24 hours to even do all that needs to be done. Well, I can imagine. Wow. And that's that's just that's great that you want to take this on. We need more people like you who have a good head on their shoulders wanting to do this. Now, well, since you are you know in politics, can we ask you, who are we endorsing for president? Sure. I, I just voted for I voted for Warren. Um, I would be happy if Bernie won the nomination and, and would um, proudly vote for anybody that won the Democratic uh, nomination. But I voted for Warren. Cool. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, we kind of align with you here. Uh, I voted for Bernie, however, but I would, I would I, Warren was probably my first choice. But then Bernie sort of edged a little bit ahead in the last in 11th hour for me. But either one I'd be happy yeah. with. I think that they're both awesome. We just need we just need to, to clean everything out, you know, and it's just I, I know that California is very progressive and uh, that is uh, something that we sh- share in common with you. We're actually, you know, we have studios in um, Burbank, but right now we're in in Denver. So got it. Um, yeah. So a lot in common there. So uh, anyways, good luck to you for the re- with the rest of your campaign. And I know that you have a lot of canvassing to do, so we didn't want to keep you too long because it's very important for you to meet people face to face. So. Uh, we'll, we'll let you get back out, out there to p- pound the pavement. And if uh, people want to find out more, it's Cindy2020.com, right? Yep. It's C-Y-N-D-I-2020.com. Okay, great. Well, thank you so much for taking the time to, to talk to us. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Cindy. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you so much. Thank you. For you the have, opportunity. Of course. You have a great evening. Good luck. Good luck. You too. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. So, you know, pay attention to the local politics. Man, that's really... Uh... I learned a lot just talking to her for that brief period. That was uh that was awesome, I thought. Yeah, the the salary I thought was interesting. I mean, it, it it sounds like she definitely would earn it in that position. I just had no idea that they paid that much. That's Yeah, it's roughly like what, like a dollar a person basically. I'm sure it would be a lot less here uh, where we're doing the show from, but you know, But lost... it, but she does have a point like if you yeah. want to affect change within a, your own community, Doing it local, doing it micro instead of macro seems the best way to do it. Yeah. That's really yeah. cool. It's definitely not as daunting because if you can make a difference just on your block or your street or your neighborhood or your city, I mean. I mean, I'm running for president uh, for 2020. <laughs> I'm really sad that you didn't write me in, Eddie. I've been really campaigning. Oh, well, I've been you, campaigning I, since 2003 on I, this I can't platform. write you in on the primaries. I can write you in on the general. Oh, I mean, just put it in the the margins. Why don't you run for city council here? (laughs) Maybe I will.
You know, you you did promise us that you're going to run for president, and you did not follow through. I did. I I did. I not just say I'm running for president in 2020. Are you you announcing it right now? I announced it like a year or two ago. Klobuchar just got out. Buttigieg just got out, and now you're getting in. (laughs) Cleared the way. Way to Bloomberg it up. Yeah. (laughs) Do you have sixty billion dollars? Bloomberg. Bloomberg. (laughs) Tom Steyer backed out too. I heard. Yeah. They're all backed out, and they all backed Biden. Yeah, they did. I th- I think there's they're scared. I think that they think they want to moderate. I I wish we could have gone to that like com- that question, but just the way that the the Democratic uh, Party is going, like there's progressive and there's moderate. Like, which what do you guys think? Like, who do you think will beat DJT? Who's the best chance to beat him? Honestly, I've been thinking recently that Bernie's the best chance to beat him. You think? So have I. I because um. You know, this question of like, you know, oh, we should have a moderate candidate because he's going to attract independence uh, or yeah, you know, that I, I feel like that's a very old way of looking at politics. And I think that uh, Trump's election was a like just broke that paradigm in half. I don't think it's uh, left right anymore. It's now it's like populist strength populist elitist or anti-elitist you know and i think far right or far left maybe yeah but yeah just if if, uh i think bernie speaks to those same voters who feel uh disenfranchised who voted for trump that's fair yeah i've heard i've heard uh, this analogy um where they compare like uh the political spectrum of uh you know the average american like uh, to a football field. Not everyone's on like, you know, either side of the 20, we're all in between the 40 yard lines, right? Like we're not far right. We're not far left. We're somewhere in the middle. And if you go with someone like Bernie, the the argument is that you're alienating a lot of folks. And, that and, and, and that's what you're saying. You're see, that, that's this is shifting, what, right? This is yeah. what I don't, I think you're sort of buying into the, MSN. I'm not buying. I'm saying I'm okay. That, that Sorry. I don't mean to brought I up when I, no, my okay. Point, I don't, I, I, shut up. You shut up. You shut up. This has become the view. Suddenly you shut up. <laughs> I, when I'm Stop tra- being a mechanic, can I make a there? point? No. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying, okay. So you're saying that Bernie is this radical, and I'm this not is, saying you, that. you just said it. You said that he's like, very I don't far, think he said that. I did not okay, say that. All right. Well, a lot of people are saying, okay, maybe Thank you didn't you. say that. I didn't say it. I'm saying that the split in the democratic party, like, do you think that's hurting our chances of beating DJT in the, general? The split I feel is being orchestrated by the top of the DNC that have the corporate interest. I think they're afraid of Bernie getting the nomination. You're talking about Tom Perez. The head of the DNC. Is that who you're talking about? Let's say his name. If we're going to say it. I mean, don't you feel like these these mainstream? Didn't they say that about Bernie Democrats in 2016? Are, yeah, and they shut him out. They they picked uh, Clinton. She was already the the golden child going in. And that's that's the other reason I feel like if anybody's got a chance, like uh, I feel like the Democratic Party has been so obsessed with um, picking safe candidates for so many of the last uh, presidential elections. We did it in 04 with Kerry, and we did it. Uh, Al Gore? 2016. Yeah, we did it in 2016. Was Obama a safe pick? I I think uh, Obama was the um, uh, like he was moderate. No, he he uh, he wanted to work with both sides of the aisle. What's the term? The expression? He was the wild card. I I feel like you know it was unlikely. 
he was that the, he was going to beat Clinton, but he managed to do it anyway. He was the DJT of... But yeah, he also, he didn't scare the party in the way, like, he wasn't so much further to the left than Clinton was. But yeah, but... But like, Bernie is. Yeah, playing it safe, Bernie though, how, a, how many times does that work for us? Like, 2016, we everybody knew Clinton was going to beat Trump, and that Trump was completely unelectable, and that blew up in everybody's faces. So maybe people, our, maybe our math vote? about Bernie versus... Uh, Biden isn't as uh, solid as we think. So you're supporting out of the, the two main contenders, you're supporting the older of the two. I guess so. Which is crazy because <laughs> Biden's the younger of the two. Yeah. By like two years. <laughs> He's the young man in the I race. Know, I know, but it's just funny. They're 78 or, and 77. Like, oh, okay. So t- by a year. Yeah, but that's still, that's, I mean. I mean, these are ancient people we're yeah. dealing with. So it's um, going to be very, very important if I mean, either of them pick as a running mate in a way that I think it isn't as important normally. I mean, it's not not important, but it's more important this time. What do you think of these these uh, other candidates like Buttigieg and uh, you know dropping out? Do you think they're trying to secure a VP nom for no, Biden? I think because they're backing Biden. I think they're consolidating to try to push Biden forward yeah, yeah. they want cabinet they want they, they, no, they want biden they want a moderate to be the head of the ticket why because the think, conventional was like and, they're all moderates and they negotiated it right like their teams negotiated you know them stepping down but you know push that moderate agenda i don't feel like americans want a moderate I, and I uh, don't feel like what Bernie's saying is radical at all. But we all. also live in our own bubbles, right? So you don't know what, like you say, America doesn't want to moderate, but like, what if they do? Like, how do you know? How do you, how can you be so broad in what you say? Because when I look at the news stories that came out, come out and the polling says that the majority of Americans support Medicare for all, but then we have candidates who are pushed to the front who do not support that makes me think that maybe there are some corporate interests here that are not in the favor of the American people. There always is dark money is bad and it's scary because that is scary. And this is like the biggest issue for me is the healthcare thing because I, I, you know, you don't think Bernie has dark money behind him. He does not. Are you he does, that's you, absolutely. He does not. He will not accept a hundred percent. Sure. You, you know that for yes. Tom to Steyer fact, Tom Steyer actually wanted to donate to his campaign. He would not accept it. He doesn't expect, accept any money from billionaires. This is part of his platform. Look into him. Well, I know what Bernie says, but what does he do? This is all public. I mean, now you're just promoting conspiracy. Yeah, now, yeah. What are you I'm, doing over? No, there? no. If, if you're sure, I'm just saying, be sure in what you say. I am sure. All right, I'm a hundred percent sure in this. This is I'm not promoting campaign. anything. Well, that's very convenient. <laughs> I'm, I'm fact seeking. Fact seeking. Okay, well, let's give you a fact. All of all of Bernie's campaign money is it comes straight from the people, and he's been the people. The people. I did. I did also yes. read an article that Warren will not drop out, and she will go to the convention. Liz, for a, I love you. You're going to have conv- to get out of there. She's just. I mean, I, I don't. I don't mind her for sticking through. Super, uh, I don't blame her for sticking through Super Tuesday. But I for, would. That. For what it's worth, I endorse do Warren. I do too. She's my number one. Wait, you just said you voted for Bernie because I feel like he has a better chance, and I support his so platform. You but you support. So you're endorsing you, wait, one wait. and voting for the other. That you, is yeah. so confusing, dude. How can yeah. you vote for Sanders, but you believe more in Warren? 
and what she said. Like, I believe. Isn't that the point? Here's the thing. Isn't that the point, though? I I feel like Bernie's a movement. I feel like Warren Sanders or not Warren uh, Elizabeth Warren would be a uh, a fantastic candidate, and I really like her. But I I I back the movement that that Bernie has. You back the Bernie Bros. Okay, shut up. You've been sucked into it. Oh, uh, Bernie Bros. Is it a thing? Apparently, those are Russian bots. Yeah, exactly. And Jason was getting all bent out of shape about Bernie Bros. On this show, he got botted. I didn't get botted. Yeah, you did. You're like, what are you talking like, about? Bernie Bros. On Twitter, it's all these Bernie Bros. I, I can't stand him. You're puppet of Putin. Puppet. <laughs> That was my point. Are right? you wearing a wire? <laughs> Sanders is the liberal version of Trump. He is. Whatever you say, comrade. No, he's not the he liberal is. version of Trump. Back up. He is Trump too. is an authoritarian, and he is... I said the liberal version. Sanders is not an authoritarian. There's a the the distinct liberal. difference. And he all, liberal. Oh, my God. This oh is the biggest God. thing right here. When people say that... That Sander, uh, that Bernie is the liberal version of Trump, it is just so false, so beyond false. It is goddamn stupid. It's not. Yeah, it so, is. Okay, well, okay, can I jump in? No. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so, Jason, you don't think Bernie has authoritarian tendencies? I don't know. What has he done in Congress in, or in the Senate in 30 years? He's been What's consistent his in his views. Has he uh, gotten a lot of bills passed? You dodged the question. I, I just politician, do you? Yeah, no, you didn't. <laughs> so do you no. think he has authoritarian? Hold to the fire. Well, no, no, I Hold don't. Hold to the fire. Okay, so you're, don't. you're saying that Bernie is the liberal Trump might be a little it's, bit of an overstatement. It's inverted. What, so you think there are there are compare, there's certain comparisons one can make between the two. There are they're on similarities. The, but they're the exact opposite on the spectrum. Like the support for each, you know, like the movement you say is the same. I make fun of DJT support, like that never wavers at 38% or whatever. It's the same for Bernie. Like whatever he does, he can't do any wrong. And that's what Eddie's saying. He supports that movement. I don't support that. What What about Bernie do you not support? May I ask that question? I don't. What has he done in the Senate? Like what? What? Can answer the question. What is he done? Answer my question. Then what has he question. done? Answer I like Warren. I already told you. They, what? They, you're not answering my question. What no, do you not agree with that Bernie is, is I did for? I just told you why I don't like him. What What do you not agree the with on his platform? support makes me cautious. What do you not agree with on his platform? Stop yelling answer at me. Answer the question. See, he's acting like Bernie right now. Hey, Chris, I'm so trying to get Why would you guys let me moderate this here? Okay, go ahead, Chris. So Chris, please moderate. All right. So, you know what? I actually forgot <laughs> what I was going to say. All right. Yeah. All I'm saying Those is the Jake- yelling and the screaming, <laughs> and I can't take it anymore. You're, you're, you're Eddie, ruining Thanksgiving. Eddie's yeah. burning me right now. I'm asking you to tell me what you disagree He's with. You're burning me. You can't tell you're me. You just keep yelling at me. I've won this. There, there's, <laughs> there's something to win? Yes. Oh, so, okay. Well, Eddie, okay. okay, okay now yes. I remember what All I was right. going to say. <laughs> So I think I got Jason to like partly like modify his statement that that Sanders is the liberal Trump or to explain that a little more. Do can you agree with Jason that there are some similarities in terms of the fact that they're both populists and they have a hardcore Yes, populism populism is uh the only thing that they I think align on. And Russia supporting both. Yeah. 
Well, Russia is meddling with everything and not supporting anybody. Trying to just yeah, they are chaos. Yeah, they're but, actively supporting Sanders and yeah, Trump. So. Fuck you, you Eddie. Yes, but by supporting both, they're just trying to seed and sow chaos. But they really want Trump in there. They do not want yeah. Bernie Sanders. Yeah. Why would they want Sanders there? They don't. They're trying to get. Why? They're trying to. Why? Because DJT will beat him. No, just because. No. I don't even think Russia is necessarily interested in the outcome. I know the what they're, they're just trying to sow as much discontent as possible. In the pri- I got it. They're just trying to put as much fire under the 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 furthest out wings of this this country and get them to attack each other as much as possible. All they're this, just, they're this- just trying to fire everybody up and get Americans mad at each other and fight each other while Russia continues to occupy Ukraine. This entire this entire uh, conversation has been a product of Russian propaganda. Thanks, Putin. Getting no. us all fighting with each other. I'm not fighting. <laughs> Tell me one thing that you disagree with with Bernie Sanders, though. Just one fucking thing. He won't release his medical records anymore. He did. He won't anymore, though. He's they're released. Medical record? What policy do you make dues? Oh my god! I'm just fucking around <laughs> the whole time. Whatever. It's funny. I like. <laughs> I'm trying to get some substance. We out like of you. your. We like your energy, though, Eddie. He's burning right now. I'm not burning. I'm you just, are. I'm just asking. You keep yelling over everyone. Answer the fucking question. One percent. Ninety-eight percent. No, no, you're doing a terrible Sanders. You should do your Larry David as <laughs> oh, yeah. Sanders. Play, play the theme. Uh, oh, you probably don't have it. Anymore. Play what? Uh, oh, career what? enthusiasm. Do you have that prank call you did with when you were? <laughs> <laughs> do you have that? Uh, probably. Oh my god, we gotta do it. Uh, but see, the, I remember I was able to do this impression because I had a terrible cold <laughs> yeah. and I lost my voice, and then I, I, he I realized just like him. It was I, uncanny. If it was I so yelled, funny. then I uh, sounded like Larry, uh, Larry David. Oh, I have it. Okay, you guys, ready? yes, yeah, let's hear let's it. Do it. Okay, here we go. This is Bernie Sanders. Yeah, this is uh, Bernie Sanders. Uh, Give me a second to bring it in here to the program. Good evening. Yes, I I just uh, had a little bit of an issue. I was in there today. I was wondering if you could just help me out real quick. Okay. I I came in there and I I just needed to buy some... uh, some some cool whip and uh, the the woman she uh she brought me to the wrong aisle and she she expected me to 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 get mayo instead of cool whip it's two different items I know they're both you know they're both like uh, dairy but what what what's what's the deal over there you um, have loose honestly, screws I would not be able to tell you that I do know there is a type of mayonnaise called Miracle Whip she might have been thinking about that but I, really I don't know about that one because I, I clearly said to her I said I want Cool Whip it's for the pie who puts who puts uh, Miracle Whip on a pie is this, uh, is this, this every time with these people I'll let my, my management know every time with these people I mean like can I just get a break my life is, is so ridiculously hard It's okay, but I, I'm just I, somebody's your attention needs to be brought to this. All right, well I do apologize for my information, but thank you. Mm-hmm. Appreciate that. No problem. Have a good evening. You too. Bye bye. Thank you.
So uh, behind the scenes on that, the guy in the line could actually hear the music. Oh. And that's why it was getting louder and louder. He wouldn't hang up because the music was being pushed over the phone. Like, I thought that maybe, like, if he heard the Larry David with the music, he might think he might think something is up. But no, this music's blasting in his ear. Well, his old man is yelling about Cool Whip, and he stays on the fucking line. <sighs> okay, we'll be right back. What's up? What are you confessing to me, Jason? That I like. I've just been fucking around with you, and it's fun. You like you Bernie get, Sanders? You get really worked up, man. Because I was trying to have a real conversation with you and you were not having one back. Yeah, I was just trying to make you more mad. <clears throat> so you know what you were doing. You're I just think. trying to poke the bear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stir the pot. <sighs> it is well, fun though, right, Let's Chris? stop talking about politics at the end of the show. Chris, did you have one final thought before we get to this next segment? Oh, yeah. I was um, talking to Jason off the air that we need a new word in our uh, vocabulary in English, in American English for... The uh, stupid slash terrifying slash hilarious things that Trump says. Oh, yeah. What are you thinking? Uh, I don't know. I can't settle <laughs> on anything. Oh, uh, okay. Maybe come hilarifying. I think we hilarifying. said yeah, we, we yeah. Said, yeah, it has like a Hillary element to it. Yeah, hilarifying. I like yeah. that, actually. Maybe we open it up to our uh, followers on Twitter. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a good yeah, idea. Yeah. Come with a couple options for everybody. Yeah. Uh, Tweet at us. It's news to us. Yes, thank you. Let's uh, Nicely let's cleanse played. the palate, though. No more politics for the rest of the show. We're not going to beat. New music releases, tours, and what your favorite artist is up to. Jason's got some breaking news here. Public that was loud. Public enemy. Everyone, public enemy. Everybody knows public enemy. They've been around for like 30, 40 years, right? They have officially kicked out Flavor Flav. What? <laughs> wait a minute wait a minute the java flave yeah oh no original founding member of public enemy has been booted as of today from public enemy yo chuck what's the move man i was on my way up here to the studio yeah. you know what i'm saying and this brother stopped me and asked me yo what's up with that brother chucky d he's way nice a little I bit of flavor flavor right there and of course they also have fight the power Train best educated best equipped what? Matter of fact, it's good. Yes, what? Chris, would you call that a flavor of Flavor Flav? <laughs> what? Why do you think, uh, I give a, the best guess you can on why Flavor Flav has been kicked out? Drugs? <laughs> no, they had a public spat over a decision by members perform at a Bernie Sanders campaign event in California. Oh, you said no more politics. Interesting. You said no more politics. This is entertainment. Oh, okay. What's a, well, which way, where did people fall on that dispute? Chuck D supports and uh, backs uh, Bernie and uh, decided to allow them to play like some of their music and Flavor Flav uh, sent out a cease and desist letter. Wow. Saying he didn't want to endorse any uh, politician. Oh. And that's that's where uh Okay. Yeah. Well, that, that's pretty punk rock on Flavor Flav's stance. I a see where he's desist. Uh did not want to endorse any politician. 
That <laughs> more so. Cease and desist is a little <laughs> not as pretty crazy, rock. huh? So over Bernie Sanders. Bernie Sanders getting in the way of everyone. Well, Bernie Sanders just held a rally with Public Enemy, right? That was, well, part of the pro- Public that, Enemy. <laughs> well, everybody except Flava Flav is on that. Flava Flav? Yeah. Yeah, I already did it. Yeah. You did it really poorly, though. So, all right. Well, you know, that band's washed up anyways. Can I Whoa, just say it? Damn. When's the last time they put out a hit? They have a new album coming out in April. Okay. And are you excited about it? I, I am now. Tell me that tell me that public enemy is not washed up. They're not washed up. <laughs> well played. I like that. They're not. Nope. Okay. They're washed Would you up. say Wu Tang's washed up? When's the last hit they made? Since you're fucking all knowing. Yeah. Would rap. you say the Rolling Stones are washed up? For instance. What, uh, a, what, a, what about Molly Crew? They keep saying it's the last you know, tour, Ma- and they keep going. Dude, those Chinese guns- democracy sucked. I guess. I don't like Holly Crew. That was Guns N' Roses. Exactly. <laughs> Same thing. Uh, but yeah, all right, whatever. Does anybody really care? What else What else is happening? Flavor Flav probably cares. Uh, yes. The fuck? What time is it? Time and to get now, news that shouldn't be news. Sorry, I was halfway through that before what? I realized you were playing a bumper. <laughs> what? What time is it? Time for you to get the fuck off the stage. Right. Mic drop. Marijuana may have caused a man's 12-hour erection. According to doctors, they're saying that uh, marijuana was likely the culprit. But, but this Marijuana, is guy, there anything you can't do? <laughs> yeah, this uh, 32-year-old you, man was Does that having, sound fun to you? Like a 12-hour erection? Oh, yeah. Really? That sounds What if you had to work? That sounds painful. Uh, it's just stiff the whole time. You, <laughs> Get me too. It would get fatigued. Me too. Hashtag. Your dick would be fatigued. It would hurt after a while. I think. Yeah. What's the longest you've had? Pain is pleasure. What's the What's the longest erection you've had? I don't know. I really have no idea. I I wouldn't even begin to know where to guess. Can you start making a chart for us? I mean, what? Have you ever had an erection long enough to where it hurts? Uh, no. Mm. Have you? Yeah. Oh. What? Yeah. What happened to you? Not nothing. I don't know. Just you know, just wouldn't go away. Well, I mean, we were you know in the business of doing stuff. It was just there, but it hurt after a while. How long? I don't know. I didn't keep track. I was just like, damn. Well, this, my my boner has been fatigued. Like I didn't right. think this would ever happen, but it's happened. This thirty-two year old guy in Georgia, he had persistent and painful erections. Uh, and they say that marijuana was to blame here. Why? Why marijuana, though? I don't. I know that you put the story together for us, Jason. What did you see? What What happened? Why the marijuana? You know, he has a, a condition. Um, so he's suffering from priapism. 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 Oh, that's a it? whole no. But I know how it's pronounced. What oh. is that? It's uh, where you have a persistent erection you can't get rid of. That's not related to sexual activity, though. Yeah, that sucks. Anyway, he's been treated several times uh, for erection lasting uh, more than like uh, six hours. Um, he also said that uh, he's had erections that lasted four hours. And it always uh, seems to be happening after a couple hours after he smokes marijuana. Does marijuana 
get you guys in, in in the mood, or does it make does it ever enhance sex for you guys? Yeah, yeah, same. Yeah, maybe that's what was going on. It did it definitely was, no, is no, like no, a bell no, curve, no though. Like activity. it definitely makes yeah. you horny up to a point, and but then, or if then you, you like, too much, then you'll and then sink just, into yeah, the you couch and be at all. It'll, it'll be over. But there is there is something about There's it. There's that though. sweet spot though. Yeah. I wonder if that's what was going on. Yeah, with this, this guy. dude just needs to beat it more often. <laughs> he just smokes pot and starts thinking about maybe switch it up to indica, so he's a little and more. Then he gets all horny, and because he's from the he south, say... I assume his god won't allow him to, to masturbate. I don't know. He said that right. uh, he didn't have any issues. I don't really understand Americans in his twenties. <laughs> uh, that's when he quit smoking weed, and then in his thirties, he started smoking weed again, and uh, this issue arose. Mm. And didn't go I away. I see what she did there. <laughs> it arose. Yeah. It's yeah, a really hard thing. I found th- that it, joke it, very stimulating. It's just a hard thing to go through. I hope you never have an erection that lasts 12 hours. Well, yeah. And if you. That probably isn't good for me. I do have to say, though, if it is the end of you, I hope that there's a really, uh, a really talented pianist playing at your funeral. Pianist. Shoot me a river. <laughs> Foreskin. Glands. All right. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. Hell of a show. Or perineum. Hell of a show, everybody, if you prefer. We'll be back next time. And uh, thanks, everybody, for joining us. Get the podcast on uh, wherever you get your, your podcasts, Apple Podcasts, et cetera, et cetera. Follow us on Jason, Twitter. did you want to plug one of your upcoming appearances? Uh, yes, I will be on this show next week. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I will also be being replayed uh, several times this week. I don't know what times those are. Eddie, get my schedule. Yes, get those. Get all of Jason's appearances at Adobe.com. Thank you. And, and please do uh, get his merchandise as well. Wait, wait, wait. That's difference. Now I'm done. (laughs) We appreciate it very much, Tim Apple.